Welcome to The Omnibus Show, a program for people who are interested in everything, with deep conversations on a wide variety of subjects. And now, your host, Dave Gibbs. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Omnibus Show, the program for people who are interested in everything, with deep conversations on a wide variety of subjects. This week's guest is Jason Crouch. He's the executive chef and beverage director for the Hotel Carmichael here in Carmel, Indiana. You'll find him at Feinstein's Vivanti French Eatery and at the many events hosted at the hotel. Originally from Portland, Indiana, Jason graduated from the culinary arts program at Ivy Tech and he has worked at many places, including the Indiana State Museum, Meridian Hills Country Club, Cons Catering, Mesh on Massachusetts Avenue, and the Indiana State Museum, and more. <clears throat> Recently, he was honored by the American Culinary Federation as the Chef of the Year in 2019, and even had a day in the city of Noblesville declared Jason Crouch Day by the mayor. He is also a recipient of the prestigious Edmund Gass Award from Ivy Tech in 2021. Welcome, Jason. It's good Thank to have you. you here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for stepping away to be with us. You're a very busy man today. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, to get right into it, to get into the salad first, um, tell us about your interest in food. What got you interested in the food? So growing up in rural Indiana, um, farmer's markets, um, growing our own food uh, was very big in my family and my life. Um, so. I grew up around it, you know, the local culture. Um, I remember going to the farmer's markets as a kid and selling produce with my mom. And um, so I always had a love for food. Mm -hmm. um, then I got into high school and really excelled in three different areas. Um, so technical communications, um, welding, and um, home ec. Um, my home ec teacher told me I could cook in any kitchen in the world I wanted to, and I took her seriously. So, um, wow. Enrolled in at Ivy Tech in their culinary program and used my college visitation days to come down and do job interviews and mm -hmm. uh, hit the ground running. Well, that sounds fabulous. You sound like an all-around kind of hands-on uh, renaissance man on, you know, down in the market. I, yeah, I, I, do, I do it all, so. Well, that's, that's wonderful. So um, you came to Indianapolis, mm -hmm. and what... What are some milestones? Walk us through some of the milestones of your of your career that that really um, were important to you and that <clears throat> were good experiences. Yeah. So uh, starting out at Ivy Tech, um, they always tell all the students about the the uh, France trip that the school does, and they send mm -hmm. eight students every year over to over to overseas, whether it be France or uh, Italy or Spain. Um, and always, but you went to France. I did. I, I went to France, um, which, you know, led me to believe that I was an okay fit for this job here, running a French eatery. So um, that was an amazing opportunity um, to get uh, the opportunity to go. You know, there's so many students. There was over 600 students in the program when I went there. Really? And and they only pick eight. You know, so wow, that's amazing. It, is, it, is that in in Paris or do you go out? Uh, so it was a it was a tour of southern France. Uh, we didn't go oh. to Paris, but they they do the <clears> trips <throat> different every year. So gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I was glad that we didn't. Uh, some of the students I talked to that went last year said it was kind of a, a tourist trap. You know, going going to the see the Eiffel Tower and everything would have been amazing. But 
um, you know, we got to eat at uh, farmers' houses, and oh, wow. we got we got to see the, you know the the French countryside, which is what I'm more interested in than the the, the tourist destinations. Gotcha. So <clears throat> that, that was that was huge. Um, that would be obviously huge. for my career and me personally, the culture shock. Um, I remember seeing an elevator that said it fits six people, and I'm like, it fits me and my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't ask for extra ice because you know you get two cubes of ice and that's it. Oh wow! Um, you know, so so that was definitely uh, good for me to see the world and and not just uh, assume the way things are in other countries. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. And then I wanted to be an uh, executive chef um, by 30, um, and I got the opportunity at 27 to do that. Um, so that was huge, To um, I was working for a company called Bon Appetit, um, and I got the opportunity to go open a um, location for them over in Illinois. And, and that was fantastic to, to do it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and and get it up and running and see what was really possible, you know, what I could do on my own. Um, so that felt really good to beat that life goal. Um, and then after that, I uh, moved back to Indiana and got the opportunity to open a brand new hotel, um, which I'd never done before. So um, that was an amazing opportunity too and to, you know, build lifelong uh, friends, you know, from doing that because we were basically living there you know, to get this hotel up and running. So um, those are the, the milestones that kind of led me to where I am today. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's great that you're here. And <laughs> I've, I've had meals at your restaurant, and it's just really delicious. Well, thank you. You do a great job. Yeah, because there's so many places that you've, I mean, you've had, you, um, early on you were at the Indiana State Museum. You've been at Meridian Hills Country Club which here is kind of one of the top country clubs, and they have very fine food. <clears throat> uh, Khan's Catering, and, of course, the Cunningham um, Mesh down on mm-hmm. downtown, which is it's quite a wide swath. And with the hotels, it's, it's a very different... What would be some different... Um, um, we could get some into this in Chapter 2, but the differences between, say, working at two different places like... Um, like Mesh mm-hmm. and um, the Indiana State Museum. Those are two different, very different uh, situations. Very. So obviously each k- kitchen is unique. Um, but I like to say I've done everything but a cruise ship. Um, <laughs> everything that I can here landlocked in Indiana. Um, and is that, that before you retire? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel it's important that uh, that way I don't have any opportunities I miss in the future. You right. know, I wanted to experience in everything. So... Um, while some people might say I, I job hopped when I was young, um, I intentionally stayed everywhere for two years and then moved on to something totally different uh, for that uh, experience. So I could eventually run something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've done the small mom and pop diners. I, I ran a diner in Beach Grove. Um, and I've done, uh, talk about the State Museum. I was actually there twice with two different companies. Um, and pardon me, would that be Oasis? Uh, I, I don't. I didn't know about the diner. Is I know of Oasis Diner, but oh, that's, no, that's uh, not Beach Grove, is it? That's out toward Danville, maybe. Uh, I I think so. I yeah, I've I've heard of it. I've never never been there, but, but that that's quite different. It is. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was a uh, called Glory Days on Main Street in Beach Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, so the small town feel, you know, and uh, it was. I, I was definitely uh, very young and very green, um, but the the lady. Uh, 
let me come in and, and run it. And still to this day, I talk with some of the staff members that uh, were there, you know, because... You came in touch, uh, which is great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so very different, though, from something like the State Museum where we're running an a la carte cafe every mm -hmm. day and then turn around and doing large-scale banquets at night. Uh, yeah, that, that that's the same. That's the, the thing that, to me, would... Uh, would say that you've you've got a very wide range there yeah. of um, when you're dealing with people because mm -hmm. it's more with food to people isn't it when you're doing <laughs> mathematics on that oh absolutely yeah I mean that's how we figure everything is is per person mm -hmm. um, that way you know some chefs will just you know take a guess oh that that pan will feed this well we say well, how many ounces do we need that for each person and, and calculate that out so, sure um, yeah so then um, you know Mesh. So, yeah, mesh is very different itself. Very different. Um, yeah. High volume. Yeah. Still, still lots and lots of food going out the door, but in a different way, different capacity. Yeah. Um, so you know, mesh was a beast. You know, two stories, um, and, and nonstop. Um, it's amazing. It it really is. Yeah. So I'm just thinking to myself, it's like you're going to have to drink a lot of Coca-Cola to keep working there. Yeah. Or coffee. You yeah. Know? Lots Cause of coffee. Because with two, two floors, that, that's quite a project in that style of a restaurant. It is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a beast. And it's, it's been a mainstay for a long time on Mass Ave. Before it was Mesh, it was, um, uh, what's the bread company out of Bloomington? Um, I can't think of oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I just can't. Uh, Scholars Inn. Scholars Inn. It used to be right. Scholars Inn. Very good bread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's been a restaurant there for a long time, but I think it has like 300 seats. It's um, definitely the biggest restaurant I've ever worked in. Yeah, that's that's quite a that's quite a place. Mm -hmm. So you've had quite a, a few milestones, and then you've ended up here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so. Um, you're doing multi, it's like a multiplex really, because you have Vivanti, you can explain this better than I can. And you have, you know, with here at the cabaret, you also have the kitchen here mm -hmm. and then you have your events that go out through the week. Yeah. I fell in, fell in love with hotels because of, uh, it really encompasses everything I've done in my, my past. So mm -hmm. it's got a restaurant, it's got the large scale banquets. Um, and then this one includes a cabaret also, which mm -hmm. is, which is my playground. Um, yeah. so that's why I, I think I'll stay in hotels uh, for the rest of my career probably, uh, just because I, I get bored if I just have one, one outlet, you know, to handle, um, higher ed was also great when I did that. It was the same kind of concept, multiple kitchens, multiple venues. Um, yeah. So here, you know, we have our high end place where I can, play with plate ups and, and do the pretty side of things. And then we have banquets, um, on a high end scale that we talked about today. I, mm -hmm. I was just doing some sea bass, um, in, in a banquet setting and then come over here and there's no restriction on what kind of food I do, you know, so it doesn't have to be French. It doesn't have to be I Italian. See. I can do anything over here. And, uh, so that's the reason we change the menu over here every month, so I can I do do something different and have some fun with it. That is very fun. Mm -hmm. That sounds like something that would just make your job pleasurable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and it makes people happy, and so it's a it's a great combination. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Jason. Well, we're going to take a brief break right now, and we'll be back for chapter two on the Omnibus Show.
Welcome back to Chapter 2 of The Omnibus Show with today's guest, Jason Crouch. And we're talking food and being a chef. Well, rolling right into it, Jason, you, you, you had some really great stories about um, your pathway in being a chef. And um, you really, it started out when you were in the culinary program <clears throat> at Ivy Tech. And it sounds like you really had a good program here in Indianapolis. Fantastic. Um, back when I went to school, we had three or four different options in town uh, for culinary arts. Um, and uh, Ivy Tech stood out to me as, as one of the best, um, and primarily because of the instructors and the quality of their instructors. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, just two left now uh, culinary schools in Indianapolis, and Ivy Tech is one of those. Um, but yeah, an amazing program for a community college. And, and how did that help you get focused on being a chef? Like, what was that moment? And, and I'm thinking of those in the audience who'd be interested in becoming a chef, who, like, what's that, that moment or the set of events? Maybe it was the food. It's just like, I want to stay with the food. Yeah, so when I thought about what I wanted to do, you know, as a career, I, mm -hmm. I said, uh, you know, do I what's most important to me you know do i want you know this huge paycheck or do i want to be happy you know mm -hmm. um and and food makes me happy and seeing the joy on people's face when they eat the food makes mm -hmm. me even happier so uh, that's when i decided to do it is when i got to see people react to what i made um all you know all the way back through you know boy scouts camping out and you know everyone asked me to cook the chili you know and Oh, yeah. um, just that reaction from people um, is what resided in me and said, hey, this is what I want to do. Um, and hopefully I can be good at it, you know. Uh, so Ivy Tech gave me that opportunity without uh, breaking the bank and, you know, taking out loans. I was able to pay cash as I went and mm -hmm. uh, really made it affordable and available to me. Well, that's great because I know that would be the path for many people because I know there's a school in Chicago. I grew up in that area mm -hmm. and you know, um, Paris in the, the Sorbonne area and um, many other cities. Absolutely. And that gets to be quite a, it's like going to Ivy League. Very, very expensive. So this sounds like a, a, like it was a, a great, great project. Um, so um, I don't see you as Gordon Ramsay. Gordon <laughs> Ramsay's programs in the Food Network have given us a lot of insight on the food industry. Mm -hmm. um, and enlighten us a little bit about you know being the head chef and being the individual that it's really you're the overseer you're the operations manager mm -hmm. as well as um the chef absolutely especially in this property where i am chef and food and beverage director um but overall i would say you know just talking about kitchen life and and the the culture, uh, it's changed drastically in the last uh, 10 to 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, even, How's that? How is that? Well, you know, you mentioned Gordon Ramsay, you mm -hmm. know, that, uh, that mentality of uh, yelling, cutthroat kind of uh, environment used to be mainstream, you know, in the kitchen. Um, and it is, it's definitely not now, you know, whether it's a corporate kitchen or a small local kitchen, Either way, people just don't stand for it anymore. Right. Uh, you want to keep your workers. Correct, yes. <laughs> uh, and it used to be that they would stick around no matter what. But, gotcha. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm not condoning what, what used to happen I, I at gotcha. all. I gotcha. But uh, the environment has changed a lot. So 
you know, we have to figure out how we get the most out of our employees or our cooks um, through respect and, and teaching. Um, and that's, that's the direction the industry is going, which is a, a huge improvement. Yes. Um, that's, over, that's over what it used to be. Taking the, the stress off and all of that. But you still have to get the steak right, the butter not burnt, and, and all the food to that level of presentation and as best to perfection, I should say, with the chef here, to perfection, <laughs> right. that uh, you can for your, your guests. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's the challenge, you know, is, is mixing that, um, those, those two things together, you know, the, the respect and the taking your time with an employee and, and teaching them the right way and understanding that, hey, we just, we got to get this out, you know, we, we got to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the Gordon Ramsay's of the world, I think, are, are dying off, and, and a lot of that's put on for TV. Of course. Um, but um, that, that style has, has changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think just the way culture's changed on that, that, that yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Just that, you know, you just keep workers. Right, yeah. and COVID changed our industry forever. Um, we... The hospitality industry lost more employees um, than any other industry. Um, That's a shame. It is. And so many people said, you know, what am I doing? Why am I still working these crazy hours, you know, for this little pay? I'm going to go do something else or I'm going to work from home. Or um, So I can't remember what the percentage is, but we lost a huge percentage of people that are never coming back hmm. to this industry. Um, and so that's why we, I mean, in the hospitality industry, we still struggle to get employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, things are ever, uh, always evolving, you know, and seeing what we can do, coming up with creative new ways to be efficient. Well, one good thing is that people are graduating from school every year. So you got new people eventually will, will come your way. Now, you have a very interesting dynamic here at Hotel Carmichael. Back to management. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you, what are some key differences on, on managing the restaurant, from the cabaret, from the events? So as far as the kitchen side, um, it's pretty much all the same same kitchen. Um, yeah. So it's all the same crew. Um, I don't know that we would say we'd manage them any different, um, but the front of house side is very drastically different. Yes. Um, so managing uh, a server in the cabaret or in Vivant is, is different from managing a banquet server who might work in all the hotels in Indianapolis compared to a restaurant server that only works here. Um, can be can be challenging. Um, you know, we expect uh, perfection here, you know, from the front of house and back of house. Uh, so we expect them to know the wine list and expect them to know the, the menu where on a banquet uh, they may walk in not know what they're serving or what the wine list is. Um, can I have more, some more shrimp? Please? Right, yeah. You want, you want, is that ranch? You want more ranch? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall... This is more of a volume issue in that, when you're having the events. Correct, yeah. So, um, and, and that's the same everywhere mm-hmm. for uh, banquets. The, the staff, they all, Indianapolis has one group of banquet service and they all work everywhere. Gotcha. Yeah, so you yeah. might see the same one here as it's a JW and, and vice versa. Right. Um, That's fascinating. But yeah, so, uh, but managing it is, um, the, the trick is balancing everything mm-hmm. uh, from the front of house to the back of house. 
Um, and in filling in, you know, you have to have those key people that are what we call floaters uh, that can do everything. So we have them in, in as servers and we have them in the back of house where that one person can do anything in the building. Hmm. And, and they're huge uh, when filling in the holes in the schedule and, and managing timelines. Well, that's very important for operations mm -hmm. and, and execution of that well can you tell <clears throat> excuse me can you tell us what's coming up in the near future in your kitchen <laughs> and what what events that you can tell us about yeah so uh <clears throat> we're starting to do more and more wine dinners um in vivant and trying to get the word out about those and get some excitement building for those uh, i know we've partnered with duckhorn wines um, coming up uh, here uh, next month and we're excited about that we're still ironing out the menu um, so we're gonna have a lot of fun with that one um, we also are talking about a bourbon dinner here in Feinstein's oh, really? um, partnered <clears throat> with Angel's Envy um, so that's exciting too uh, I I enjoy a good bourbon so I'm, I'm looking forward to pairing some food with it mm -hmm. um, what else do we have coming up? Uh, we have the igloos uh, again this winter uh, for Vivant. Uh, so we're already starting to plan for those. Some people may not know what the igloos are. Could yeah, you? absolutely. So um, every year um, our patio is only open for, you know, four months out of the year. Mm -hmm. And so the city of Carmel has come up with a way, I believe during COVID, um, for us to dine outside in the winter. So uh, the city provides igloos uh, for many of the restaurants around Carmel. Mm -hmm. And it's a unique experience to be able to uh, dine um, completely private um, outside, watch the snow fall. Um, we have heaters in there. And then this year we're talking about a different decor or theme for each one of our igloos. Oh, interesting. So you can, you can pick, you like... Um, Winter Wonderland or um, Candyland kind of thing. Um, so excited about that. Um, not sure yet if we're going to do a different menu for each theme or mm -hmm. if we're going to have a one, but um, that's still in the works, uh, but coming along quickly. Um, and then, you know, getting into holiday season and all the holiday shows here in Feinstein's. Um, so, yeah, lots of exciting things coming up. That's very exciting. And then um, you've got the season and you've got all these different locales and theaters mm -hmm. and the market um, and all the people coming through town who stay here at the hotel. That's, uh, that, that sounds fun. Well, that will be an exciting third and fourth quarter for yeah, you. It will be. Well, great. Jason, it's been great having you on the show today. Thank you for being with us. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being with us. Today's guest is Jason Crouch, who's the head chef here at Hotel Carmichael. We'd like to thank Hotel Carmichael for sponsoring us, and we're shooting today from Feinstein's. We look forward to being with you on the next episode of The Omnibus Show. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Omnibus Show. If you enjoyed this program, please like, share, and subscribe to continue the conversation. For the Omnibus Show newsletter, please sign up at theomnibusshow.com.